Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, you heard it, afternoon. We're getting to you early. So, this is going to be a shorty tonight. Maybe it might not even hit ten minutes. But, tis the weekend. Don't worry, three more days and we got Friday. And I got, I got some stuff lined up. Remember, people, I want to give you a lot of content. I really do. Fortunately, I can only rely on myself. I have people I trust to show up, but, you know, they get sick, they got obligations, etc., etc. That's why we're working on the phone system, so we can have some uh, random people call in. Maybe help me extend things out. So what I got on the chopping block for you today, a couple of things. First, no music today in the background. Let me uh, start off. Racist word of the day is coon. That is coon, to use it in a sentence. I haven't seen you in a coon's age. And we all remember that scene from Wild Wild West where the, the old crip in the wheelchair was trying to offend Will Smith. Well, if we only knew what we knew now about old uh, Black Slick Will. Goddamn pussy is what he is. I'd sit there and call him the N-word if I was a racist. He wouldn't do shit. He wouldn't do shit. Was he gonna give me a slap? Ooh. Ooh. Spooky. Yeah, fucking pussy cunt Will Smith is. Spoiled child. Since the age of 16, he's done nothing but be weighted on hand and foot. Yeah, Will Smith rising to the top and being the biggest celebrity in Hollywood. That's real proof of systemic racism. I'd like to point out to you just how much uh, black actors were paid in the 30s. And then compare it to Will Smith's take on even his smallest of movie parts. All right. But yep, systemic racism for sure. Yeah, so, oh, oh, that's what it was. I almost forgot. You see how it goes? Good thing I didn't smoke. That's the problem, I realize. Well, I've been doing all this forgetting. I'm getting blasted before I fucking talk to you guys. So I'm going to try a couple episodes dry. I'm going to try a couple episodes half-baked. Try a couple episodes full-baked, and we'll see which ones you like more. I don't know. Now, Coon. I don't... Uh, all right. Coon is a racial slur. Like, oh, you motherfucking Coon, get the fuck back out in the cotton field. Obviously, that's racist. No shit, Peck. I had... But, the term Coon's Age, I don't know. See, here's my thought on that. If it was referring to, to, to somebody that was black, right? I haven't seen you in a Coon's Age. Well, that would be the age that you got to figure uh, your average black person would live. Well, they live just as long as we do, as, as, as white Spanish Asian people do. So, what are you going to Hey, it's been 65 years since I've seen you. I saw you when I was eight. You're not going to know who that fucking person is. But I got a theory that uh, it means a raccoon's age. So they only live 10, 15 years. And that's that's long for a raccoon. So which makes more sense? A coon's age is a designation of time that's as long as a human being? Or is it a designation of time that's as long as a raccoon? I'll let you decide. 
I know which one I'm going for. By the way, I've I've got some great T-shirts. Um, the the whole reason I bring up Coon and Coon's Age is because I made some new T-shirts today, and it's a little uh, it's a little panda holding money bags, wearing the little so it's got regular raccoon eyes, but it's also got the little robber mask on and a little six shooter, and it just says Coon's Age underneath. I don't know if you like them or you if you like the idea and you want one, let me know got the email now. Remember, that's Tony's Slapped Hog 669 at Gmail. Again, Tony's Slapped Hog 669 at Gmail. All under case. Alright, moving forward. <clears throat> I gotta tell ya, you ever spank it at work? It's frustrating. You get a lot of shit going on behind the outside the bathroom, and then you're constantly worried about fucking um, somebody walking in on you. Let me tell you. Now, look, I am no porn star. Unless unless I'm on time number two. Unless I'm getting... All right, a better way to put this. I ain't fucking a bitch for four hours straight without coming. Unless I, I'm on, like, some type of pain medication... Or I'm used to the pussy and I've already fucked you three times that day. I gotta. If I find a woman I'm attracted to. So it's in this wild how men work. We're fucking weirdos. And maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just the weirdo. Like, I can fuck some slore from the bar once or twice in a night. No big deal. Send her home content. But the first time she's gonna be quick. And the second time's just making up for the first. Now, ladies. Remember. I always try to make you come first. Not try. I do. There, There is no trying there. I succeed. I've always looked at it like this, right? Let's say you've been, you've been, things have been crazy at work for seven, eight, nine months. You even had time to really spank it more than once a week. Well, that first girl you meet at the bar that you finally take home, you got five, ten minutes tops before you're blowing your load. And that's the best of times. The worst of times, you might get two minutes. So, I always said to myself, you really should learn how to eat pussy. That way, you get that out of the way. You make her come quick. And she doesn't give a flying fuck how long you're fucked. She's already came. There's no embarrassment in making a woman come and then only lasting five, ten minutes. Anyways, the weirdness about it isn't that. It's some... She could be the hottest piece of ass, right? And I bring her home from the bar. I'm attracted to her and everything. But I really want to fuck her once or twice. But then you find a girl... That you want to get into a relationship, and she really does it for you. I mean, those rose-colored glasses are going ham. She's got the body. She's every time you're you're out dancing with her, it looks like she's dancing for only you, like your own personal stripper. That girl you can take home at midnight and spend till eight o'clock in the morning plowing her, and you don't even think twice about it. Oh, I just thought that was kind of weird. Because you can have the same two hot chicks, but if you're only sexually attracted to one versus sexually and emotionally, it's a completely different goddamn ballpark. That's for fuck sure. Anyway, so I'm spanking it at work. And I'm, I'm trying to fucking finish. Jesus Christ, the shit you have to go through, huh? I've never had to deal with this before. Normally, I've either had an office or I've had an a establishment I could lock or... I just didn't do it. I mean, I very rarely jack it at work anyways, but... Jesus, I'm sitting there, I'm choking myself. Choking myself, holding my fucking breath, stroking like a goddamn madman. I got p- 
I got Bluetooth earbuds and porn playing in the background, and I'm watching some sick fucking shit to 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 get going. I mean, look, I started off with uh, Japanese college students. All right, then we moved on to Japanese fetish, and then we finish. And look, I didn't choose this. The video, because I was so distracted. We all know what it's like when you're distracted. It could take you 30 fucking minutes to come. So I had gone through two fucking videos, and I was there. I mean, I was right there. That last stroke, and I was finishing it. And unfortunately, it just so happened to switch over to Japanese enemas. So I got, look, total honesty with you guys. I'm not proud of it. I didn't technically spank it to Japanese fe- um Japanese enema porn, but I did finish on Japanese enema porn. Not cool. So I think I've decided I'm gonna. You guys tell me what you think in the comments or the personal email. Should I just, if I'm gonna do this again, you think I should just have a playlist ready to go so I don't run into this, or do you think um, having that wild card aspect of it it uh, adds to the f- the flavor and thrill of jacking it at work? I don't know. I do not know. I kind of like the porno roulette wheel at work. It's, it's the whole reason you're jacking it at work. Half the thrill is the excitement. It's like when you're fucking a chick in an automatic car wash. The thrill, or half the thrill, is trying to finish before the door opens and everybody catches you. Same idea, I think. Alright, so I was reading something, and there isn't... Like, I can maybe do like 15 minutes on it another day, but I just want to give you a brief rundown. This is how fucked... Our government is, and this is going back a long way. I want to say the 50s. I I forget exactly what timeline, but it was pre-70s. I know that for certain. Yeah, it had to be the 50s, because it was right after World War II. We were worried about communism and all that shit. So we were in the Philippines, and I forget what we needed, but we needed something out of them, or we needed to take control of a certain city, whatever the fuck it was. So the OSS, CIA, whatever it was, they start kidnapping people draining their blood and convincing the locals that vampires were on the loose. Can you imagine that? And those locals, and they, these aren't idiots. They're not that fucking ignorant. I mean, sure, if you believe in vampires, because your your whole culture has passed these stories down since Moses wore short pants, I wouldn't consider you ignorant. If you show me, I mean, I'm I sit right in the middle. If you can show me good evidence that a vampire in any form exists, I'm willing to believe it. These guys, they just didn't need the evidence, that's all. They they firmly believed it, and it was a little more of a superstitious time as well. And you're talking about people that probably... The CIA was probably the first goddamn white people they had met. Ugh. But what I don't understand is traditionally, you know, those, uh, those Asians are supposed to be a fuck of a lot smarter than we are as... Uh, White people, black people, Spaniards, etc. Really? A bunch of white people show up talking about how they need to use your village as an important point in the uh, war on communism, and then vampires start popping up all over the place, and your first thought isn't, oh, are these white men playing us? Are they sucking blood? Because our vampire stories, they have three teeth and it looks like a, I don't know, a fucking manta ray bite or something. But these two, these two, it's long, dark cape and two, uh, two meat hook, two meat spear uh, holes on the neck. Bodies drained. Still at the hearts. 
come on, guys. You, you should have known better. This is just fucking silly. Like, it's real, people. This is not undisputed. There's people that were on the operation of fake vampires that literally were like, yeah, we pretended there were vampires to scare these people into giving us land. So, like, this shit actually happened. They really did drain people of their blood. Uh, come on. Nosferatu walking around your village? That didn't, uh... You weren't like, okay, yeah, this, is, this isn't just some degenerate murderer. I don't know. I do not know. I wish I did. I'll tell you that much. But anyways, I haven't done an uh, erotic reading for you in a while. And I'm going to round the show out with it. I told you she's going to be a shorty. I'm going to comment at the end about the author. And you'll understand why once I, uh, once I finish reading this. But I, I thought it was great. Mary Poppins, erotic fan fiction. That's right, Mary Poppins. Oh, and apparently uh, this one, this is the uh, winner of the Shipwreck San Francisco, San Francisco's premier literary erotic fan uh, fan fiction event. Go figure, uh, erotic Mary Poppins fan fiction would come out of San Francisco. I fucking hate that place. I wish all of California, like, why can't the terrorists do us a favor and just lay bombs on the fault line and just fucking send that bitch out to sea. Jesus. Alright, well, she's probably, if I was a betting gal, wow, this is way fucking longer than I thought it was. There were a few pages that didn't load. So, I'm gonna set the very unrealistic scene. Uh, that, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, so, yeah. We're going to set the scene. Basically, Mary Poppins goes to block. Uh, she's getting ready to... This lady, Mrs. Banks, is getting ready to leave. Mary blocks the door and says, Where are you going? She says, I'm on my way to the suffragette movement. Yeah, because we all know it was women fighting for suffragy and not the old white men that wanted their vote. Please. Jesus. But let's see. We'll start here. That That's pretty much... Mrs. Banks went to leave. This won't work. How do you know if you never tried? It's not ladylike. Mary snapped her fingers and Mrs. Banks froze. If it doesn't work, I'll leave you alone. Mrs. Banks, now aware she was dealing with some kind of hot witch, yielded. Really? Hot witch? This won a literary contest. Some type of hot witch. Ugh, that bar gets lower every day. Now, oh, I'll go to the end. Fine. What do you want? Gather every woman in London and meet me in the pack. Ooh, you know what? The new soundboard's got voice changers. Should I stick with my greasy back alley guy, or should we try him out? Let's start with this one. What is it? It just says male. All right. How do you expect me to gather 50 women at this time of night? Mary didn't have time for this. Do you want to ask questions or do you want to get fucked? It was midnight and London's women stood shivering in the park. I've come to help, announced Mary. The suffragettes, asked one woman. Absolutely not replied Mary. 
The suffragettes are hugely problematic, and I'm here to start a movement that includes all Somewhere where you can live out your fantasies, unburdened by society, religion, and males. Will there be birds? asked the bird woman. Why? asked Mary. Because I like birds. Okay, well, I also like fuck birds. Mary shook her head and muttered, I don't know what I expected. A woman raised her hand. How will we get there? We need the men to drive us. Don't worry. We're aware we're going. We don't need chokes. Dude, this this whole thing is just dripping with hatred of men. I shouldn't expect any more out of San Francisco. This woman is clearly just an ignorant twat. She's got no fucking idea what she's talking about, and it oozes out of her writing. This is that woman with unshaved armpits. Stand. This, this is Mattress Girl walking around screaming fake rape complaints and me too. Oh, this woman. I, I, I've never seen a picture of this woman. Don't know what she looks like. And I already hate her and would rather cut my fucking cock off than fuck her. Anyways. Uh, Mary produced a piece of chalk and proceeded to draw on the stone slab beneath it. Everyone hold hands and on three jump. But before that, Mary handed each woman a tiny bottle of liquid. Open these and take a whiff. What are they? asked one woman. Mary smiled knowingly. Just think of them as... And at this point, she lowered her invisible glasses. Mary's poppers. Yeah, yeah, because they had fucking poppers in, in Victorian-era London. Stupid cunt. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all I know is poppers are generally used for gay sex, but that I just don't think. I think it's made of, like, inhalants, so I don't think they had CD cleaner and fucking whatever. The group was instantly transported to a picturesque, lush countryside. The sun was shining. All the flowers were in bloom. Down the hill lay a fairground, a bandstand, and tables set for tea. Ladies, bellowed Mary, everything you see here before you, it can be fucked. The women were hesitant. They looked around waiting for permission, when all of a sudden Mrs. Banks' maid charged down the hill and in a butchered Scottish accent screamed, they'll never take our sexual freedom. So, I'd like to stop here for a second. I don't think... This is how ignorant this woman is. I don't think sexual freedom is having sex with trombones and table legs is sexual deviancy. Sexual freedom is taking away the sheet from a Hasidic marriage. 
I'm going to make you work for that joke. But once you figure it out, it's worth it. I promise you'll get a good chuckle. All right. And, and to make it even simpler, it's just about being able to have sex without being shamed. Not. Well, actually, hold on. Where are we? We're, we're going to come to another another point here. So we're going to put a, put a pin on this real quick. The rest ran behind and was soon humping, sucking, and inserting every object they could get their hands on. They were fucking teapots, trombones, bed knobs, and broomsticks. Once they were done, they moved on to the real jolly holiday, the carousel. From the outside, it looked charming and wholesome, but as the woman got closer, they noticed something strange. All right, I'm not going to read three paragraphs of description. There were dildos on the horses, all right? And they went up and down, and they got fucked slowly by, by rubber horse cocks on horses. Yes, that's, that's very good. Let's ruin a children's toy by making it sexual. Again, another thing that makes this woman the worst person in the room. They all screamed faster. They got fucked. They, they came everywhere. All right. Mary who'd been watching from a safe distance, noticed the bird woman was alone and crying. Yeah, she's crying. Uh, Mary, already knowing the answer, asked, What's wrong? There are no birds to fuck, said the bird woman. Dude, this sounds like it was written by a 14-year-old half, half a retard. Like, what the fuck? How did this win an award? Anyways... Mary nodded. I fuck birds, the woman sobbed for the tenth time in less than eight paragraphs. Mary put a hand on her shoulder. You, you know what? You know what this was? She, This stupid bitch was probably writing this, and like three of her white wine zombie friends said, Oh, the bird thing is hilarious. You're such a comedian. So then she's got to pepper the bird thing everywhere. She handed the bird her umbrella. Yeah, she handed the bird. Oh, bird woman. Which I don't understand, because I'm pretty sure in England, bird is slang for a woman. So wouldn't that be redundant? And I'm sure it's all context. Pending, but nonetheless. The bird's woman, the bird woman's face lit up, and she scampered away on all fours like the fucking grudge. Presumably the fucking umbrella handle shaped like a parrot. Everybody seemed satisfied, apart from one. Mrs. Banks was outraged. This was not how women were meant to behave. She marched up to Mary. I demand you stop this. Mary, without missing a beat, ripped the suffragette sash off. Blah, I'm a strong woman. Now let me fucking lick your pussy. All right. Yep, took clothes off. They writhed in the grass, covered in each other's clotted cream, spitting into each other's spots. Just call it a cunt. You're already uh, degenerate enough. I think saying the word cunt is not going to... Whatever. Before long, they were plunging their tongues deep into each other's pulsing assholes. Mrs. Banks wanted more and more, and she wasn't afraid to ask. It was her goddamn right. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. That's a rough voice to do for an extended period of time. I hope you guys appreciate this because it's going to be my voice is going to be fucked for the next two days. More tongue she backed. Mary Poppins snapped her fingers and all at once her tongue shot to 160 centimeters. Metric system, bitch. Uh, uh, sure. God. You know what? I don't want to hit women on a daily basis. Almost never. 
but I'd like to punch this stupid skank right in the throat. And what is 160? You know what? Live on it, we're going to find out how, what 160 centimeters and inches is. That's 62 inches. That's going to pierce straight through that. What is 62 inches? How many feet is that? That is five foot two inches. Is this fucking broad retarded or is she just so gung ho to fucking. See, you're telling me that this woman is so dumb. She just wanted to scream and look intelligent because she's using the metric system. Not even realizing that 160 centimeters would literally pierce this woman's skull. That's like those fucking dudes with two-inch dingers. Who, yeah, man, you know, I wish I had, like, an 11-inch cock, you know? Or, like, before they meet a woman, they go lying, like, like somehow the woman's not going to notice when they get into bed. Yeah, you know, my cock's, like, nine, ten inches. Even though it's really two. But, you know, if you hit the right angle and you get the right pump, it, it could be, you know, like, ten inches, even though no fucking woman except a few, few odds and end whores want a 12-inch fucking cock. You can't even use half the fucking thing. You bottom out. Whatever. I guess. Anyways, let's let's go back to. Uh, of course, I lost it. Hold on. I'm gonna. We're gonna take a brief break. Hold on. Uh, it's really sad that this was easy enough to find. I can't find a good racist joke anywhere, but I can find within five seconds. 16 pages dedicated to Mrs. Mary Poppins being a degenerate. Alright, bird lady fucking 62 or 160 centimeters. You stupid bitch. Mrs. Banks was now 45% Mary Poppins tongue. Oh, well, at least she acknowledged that, but like, it stretched through her digestive system and out through her throat. This sounds like something out of Hellraiser. There's nothing erotic about that. And she'd be dead anyway. She'd be choking to death. Anyways, Mary with a tongue in Banks' mouth. Reverse tongue in Banks' mouth. Say it. Banks' eyes bulge with the pressure of the budding climax. Say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years of sex. It was super califragile. All right. So the rest of this is just pure fucking horse cockery. There's no more sexual stuff. Oh, okay, here's how it ends. And as she ascended into the sky, the Banks children floated down. Mrs. Banks embraced them for the first time. Possibly ever. Well, it sounds like this Mrs. Banks woman needed a lot more than an orgasm. It sounds like Mrs. Banks was a fucking cunt, and the kids just happened to catch her in a good mood. What happened, mother? Asked one. Doesn't matter which. Oh, okay, so... We're very adamant on uh, maids' names and all sorts of other stuff with the kids. Now, fuck the kids. That's a typical hairy San Francisco woman for you. <laughs> Children, mummy got fucked and it was practically... Like, what kind of fucking degeneracy? Oh, who told the kids that uh, fucking Mary Poppins ramrodded a goddamn 20-inch dildo up my snatch. Oh, it's Amanda Rosenberg. I would like that... No, and a, a kike, of course. I would like everybody to remember Amanda Rosenberg is the one that uh, that's the one that made this awful fuck. Oh, here's another one. Bunch of cell phones and dildos. Ah, Pet Cemetery erotic fan fiction. That's good. That's children. 
by the way. That would be uh, children in Pet Cemetery, Children and dead animals. And yet they want... Is she the one handing out these awards? Because it has to be. Nobody gives a fuck about cell phones and dildos. Oh, okay, the Vibra call. So apparently in Germany, of course... Of course, you know, where shitting on a woman's chest is popular. They had a cell phone paired with a dildo. So I'm assuming there was a beeper, because it's 80s or 90s tech. I'm assuming there was a beeper inside the dildo, and you could call the beeper and the thing would vibrate. Zippity-fucking-do. Yeah, that's that's what you need to write. God, I hate this woman. Yeah, well, Amanda Rosenberg, with your 29,000 followers, you're a stupid cunt. You are sad in every way. And, ladies and gentlemen, not that you're you're probably not listening, but if you know an Amanda Rosenberg in the San Francisco area, let's see what this whore looks like. Yeah, you're not fucking, I don't want your app. I definitely do not want your app. Come on, let me zoom in on this fucking picture here. She looks like she could be moderately attractive. She's got long hair, it looks like. The, the, the reason I bring this up is if you live in the San Francisco area and you've, you're hearing this, Remember, she wrote Mary Poppins' erotic fan fiction, which ended with the children being told about their mother's sexual exploits. All right? And mind you, that I haven't seen Mary Poppins in a coon's age, but I recall that the children of Mary Poppins weren't much older than seven and eight. Only San Francisco libtards, trannies, and fanooks tell their young children about their sexual exploits because they're pedophiles. That is the only reason you should be telling a, a seven or eight-year-old about your sexual exploits is if you're a pedophile. So uh, Amanda Rosenberg does not belong around children. So if, you, if you're a, fr- a friend of hers, a fan of her, whatever, don't let her around your kids. And seriously consider your relationship with her. God fucking damn it. You know... I promise we're done with that. I, I'm i sorry, folks. I wanted to do the whole voice for you, but it was such fucking self-indulgent nonsense. It made me sick to my stomach. So you got the juicy bits. We tried for you. I promise you, I'm going to find something better. It That that story made the degenerates that wrote the uh, Percy Jackson erotic fan fiction. That, that makes that... they they This woman makes them look like Stephen King. And well, that's another one that likes writing erotic fan fiction about children. Yeah, just so you know, there's a there's an eleven year there's an eleven year old orgy in uh, it. Just keep that in mind. Maybe Stephen King shouldn't be around children either. Anyways, it wouldn't surprise me once he's dead if we took a look at his hard drive. <sighs> Anyways, I, I promised you a short show. Here we are, fucking thirty one minutes later. Well, at least the time flies. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. But, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. If this is your first episode, again, thank you. Try and stick around for more, huh? It's not always uh, incoherent rantings about degenerates from San Francisco. We try to, you know, go in one direction or another, usually. But we do. Uh, we try to have fun on the show, too. We do. Not fucking retards fun from the other day. He was just a student. Listen to uh, Sunday's episode to find out what I mean by that. All right. 
Now, for my Shmiaspertus, you beautiful, beautiful fucks. Email me, for Christ's sakes. I want your fucking address so I can get rid of these piles of t-shirts I got. All right? Tony's Slapped Hog 669 at gmail.com. Again, Tony's Slapped Hog 669 at gmail.com. I got some fun t-shirts for you, all right? <sighs> Anyways. To my shmiaspertas. Without you, I'd be left with a naked bagel. And the only people that like naked bagels are pedophiles. I ain't no pedophile. Nothing for nothing. Good night. Good luck. And enjoy the jazz. Rubble, rubble.